Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Uh, Bring the energy! It's happening. Get it, get it, get it, get, get, get. For your lives. It's time for MP on the mic. Cunning, capable, agile, flexible. It gets me pumped and it gets me going. Michael Phillips is... MP on the mic. Now we're number two. It's a Wednesday morning. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Michael Phillips. Appreciate you being with us for MP on the mic. A fantastic program today so far. If you missed any of it, tap the rewind button on the Odyssey app. Uh, but also, keep staying tuned. We got uh, Mike Svetitz here in a moment. Savannah Rieger, the Richmond Times-Dispatch, joins us at 11.15. And we'll go around the world of college football with a pair of big XXL games this weekend. Uh, 3.30, Oregon takes on Washington. Uh, that's a rivalry game. Those teams do not like each other. And they're both in the top 10 this year. Uh, they'll, they'll dock the boats at Husky Stadium be ready for a mega showdown up there in Seattle. That'll be a ton of fun to watch. Uh, and then, of course, the evening game, USC at Notre Dame. We've all been uh, waiting for that one. K- you know, Just USC with all their talent, all their offense, but they haven't been able to play any defense next year or any defense this year. Uh, we'll be curious if, uh, if Notre Dame can put up some points, maybe a Big 12-style game under the lights out there in South Bend. Nobody to, better to break this down with us with. Then, my man Mike Svetitz, frontpagebets.com is the site. Welcome aboard, Mike. Hey, Michael. How you doing, brother? I am feeling good. Frontpagebets.com has a big weekend ahead because we have a ton of great college football to watch. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, this, you know, what, four top 25 games between teams in the, that are ranked, and then you got, obviously, the top 10 matchup between number eight, Oregon, and number seven, Washington, which is, you know, my game of the week with two of the top quarterbacks in the country. I mean, when you when you look at this game, you know, you're not only thinking, okay, Pac-12, you know, this could be a could be a shootout, but you're looking at quarterbacks who are ranking in the top five in like nearly every stati- statistical category that you can as a quarterback. I mean, Bo Nix leads the country in completion percentage, over 80% of his passes. Michael Penix Jr., obviously, we know he can do throwing the football almost – 2,000 yards um, so far just in five games, you know, and they're both around 15, 16 touchdowns. So this one's going to be a shootout. I mean, and these teams are averaging over 50 points a game or close to 50 points a game. So you're going to see, 
I, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough if there's enough lights in the scoreboard for this one. The over <laughs> under right now is is uh, is at sixty seven and a half, and I'm thinking we're going to take. I'm thinking we're taking way over that. I think sure. the same about the evening game. Caleb Williams going yeah, against Notre Dame. USC can't play defense, but but man, that offense is so good. Uh, you know, talk 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 me off the ledge on that one. Yeah, I don't. You know, I've got the under in that game. There you go. And I've got USC. I've got USC winning in South Bend. You know, obviously Notre Dame played Ohio State tough there. Ohio State really hasn't proven that they can score. Um, you know, with. Um, with McCord at quarterback, you know, even though they do have two of the biggest receivers in the country or best receivers in the country, but, you know, Notre Dame played them tough at home. Um, they go, you know, they host USC. Caleb Williams, the defending Heisman Trophy winner, he leads the country in touchdown passes with 22 already through five games this season. So you're, you're looking at a team that, and, and also Southern Cal leads the team, leads the nation in scoring. They're averaging 51.8 points per game. And you mentioned, you know, Notre Dame, Names, Notre Dame's defense has struggled, but they're still in the top 20 in, in defense score, and scoring defense, only giving up about 16 per. So, you know, something's going to have to give here. And I think, you know, USC goes on the road um, against the Notre Dame team that already has two losses. So Notre Dame is, you know, pretty much out of the national conversation, but they can still play spoiler here um, against USC. I just don't see it happening. So, But I still got the under. I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring. Um, but you know, USC wins, and you know not only the plus two point five, two and a half. I'm taking that money line. Yeah, I, you know what I like about USC is a they're getting a really tired Notre Dame team, and I, I don't think like you couldn't have known that Duke and Louisville would be a brutal two week right. stretch, right? Like when you plan the schedule, this is not anybody's fault. But after that Ohio State game, you're two big games, right? You got Ohio State yeah. and you're hosting them. And you got USC right. and you're hosting them. And the two weeks in between are Duke and Louisville. And you're like, okay, you, great. We got Duke and Louisville to regroup. They're both great teams. They're both top 25 teams this year. I mean, these guys just haven't caught their breath yet. No, not yet. If you were saying this was a basketball schedule, you're like, man, these are going to be two <laughs> brutal games. But on football, you're like, Duke and Louisville? Oh, you know, let's just roll the helmets out and you know, look ahead to, to USC. But you're right. Two really good football teams, two really good defenses that seem to be putting it together. And so I think, yeah, if you're Notre Dame right now, you're kind of like, man, we got Sam Hartman. We got him in the transfer portal. Like, we, you know, we had Notre Dame or we had Ohio State at home, could have beat them. You know, we talked about the blunders there with only 10 guys on the field, um, you know, back-to-back downs there at the end. But, you know, if you're Notre Dame, you're going, man, can we catch a break? And they can't. And I think USC is going to come in. They're starting to hit their stride. And, and what I what I like about USC this year is I think they learned their lesson from last year. They went in, you know, they, they were putting people away, um, and then they go to a two-loss Utah team right at the end when, with a chance to get in the college football playoff, and they lose to Utah. I don't think this team is going to go in and, and, you know, lay down for anybody, especially a team that's, that they, they know they're going to struggle with. They know they got to play them on the road. Um, yeah, I just think USC comes and takes care of business in this one in South Bend. That's going to be a fun one. At the same time, Miami at North Carolina. Mike, have you ever seen what Miami did on Saturday? <laughs> Able to kneel down and win the football game, and they called a running play instead. I just think it's, I mean, how coaches are so, you know, crazy about things. They're so anal. They're so particular about things. And, you know, we've seen it more and more lately, especially this season, looking at the analytics. We're got to go for it on fourth down here. We got to kick it when we're here. You know, all these things. How do they not have a card that says no timeouts left? The other team has no timeouts left. It's under two minutes. 
kneel it. And I even saw a video of one of the assistant coaches, like, you know, one of the GA guys running over and telling, uh, you know, Mario to kneel it. And he's like, act like he's like, get away from me, kid. I don't know what you like. They run the football. It's like the miracle in the Meadowlands meets, you know, everything else that you could possibly think of. Like, did that just really happen? But I think besides that, if you look at this Miami team, they are not a bad football team. They're av- I mean, other than Georgia Tech last week, they've been beating opponents by an average of 38 points. So if you look at that, and they beat a good Texas A&M team by 15. So if you're, if you're looking at a team that can score with Tyler Van Dyke, a quarterback, there's a veteran. You know, you got to say, like, Miami, even though that blunder is, you know, going to be talked about for a long, long time, yes. the teams are going to live forever. This is a good football team, and North Carolina obviously is starting to get hit their stride with Drake May. You know, he obviously is, isn't having the beginning of the year that he had last year as a freshman, but it's a good football team at home. I, I think the three and a half that, that you know, Carolina is giving Miami is too much. I actually like the Hurricanes here, um, and I like the over the 57 and a half. I like the over there. So this Miami team, if they can put that away from what happened last week, I think they got a chance to win. If Miami's winning late in the game, Mike, I like their chances. I like their chances of remembering this week. (laughs) If if, if they have a lead when the clock hits zero, I think they'll win. I like their chances to win there too. (laughs) Mike Svet, it's frontpagebets.com. Everything in the world. We mentioned this last week. We can get a chance to talk to you about it. Uh, Easter Sunday next year, NASCAR in Richmond under the lights twice. You've been out to Richmond Raceway a few times. I'm so glad we're back under the lights twice next year. Yeah, you know, and what I think was interesting, and, you know, we've had these conversations about, like, how much juice does Richmond still have, right? Like, how much, and it's got a lot. I mean, if you're going to put them on, you know, that that Sunday night, Easter Sunday, there's no other games going, there's nothing else going on that in that time slot. And so it's, you know, kind of a gamble, but we saw what happened last year with the Bristol Dirt Race was on a Sunday night on Easter Sunday. That did really well. You know, you got a short track racing, better racing under the lights. People love it. First time since I can't even remember. You probably know the last time they raced under the lights. It's been a couple of years. Um, and they got back to back, you know, races next year under under the lights there at the action track. And I think it's I think it's going to be good for it. It's going to be shot in the arm for the track. Uh, it's uh it's uh you know fun NFL slate. I don't know if it's fun for the gamblers this week, but uh I'd love to get your your take on and your best bets for the week. All right, so here we go for oh, for NFL. I lost what we're, what lost we're look, can you hear me? I still got you, Phillips. Sorry, sorry, Mike. I lost you there for a second. We still we good? I don't know. I'm, oh, all know, right, I'm, okay. We were talking we, NASCAR, then I lost you. Um, we yeah, went we went I racing guess, a little <laughs> little too fast. I, I, they were giving me the signal you were still on, so I, apparently the whole world could hear you. I couldn't hear you. Um, well, in that case, I mean, I, you just didn't want to hear me talk about NASCAR. Right? I love hearing you talk about that. You're, you're absolutely right, because you, you mentioned that's a great time slot. I love the compromise, right? So they, they've always wanted to run Saturday under the lights. TV doesn't want that, so I've been making them run Sunday during the day. I, I, love, I love doing a little Sunday night. Mix it up. I think people will watch on TV on Sunday night. And you don't have, I mean, there aren't thousands of people coming from Tennessee and South Carolina anymore. Like, locals can get home. You can get to work the next day. You can tough it out. Uh, Oh yeah, I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to be good. You know, the only the only the only downside is the holiday weekend. You know, when I told my wife that you know they're running on Easter Sunday, she kind of just looked at me yeah. like, really? uh-huh. so I was like, all right, well, you know, at least it's that night. You know, you can get your Easter, you can go to church. You know, get your Easter lunch, your Easter dinner, Absolutely. and then head to the track. It's, I think it's I think it's better than a two o'clock start. That's for sure. 
Uh, That's for sure. Absolutely, you, you, you can fit the whole day in. You can make it all. It's like when the Masters is on Easter Sunday, but this one's at night. Like Masters final right. on Easter and Sunday. That's that's the worst one because that's that's right in the heart of dinner action. That's right while the ham's getting carved. Exactly, especially when it falls on my wife's birthday, which is you know like every four or five years. That's, that's, that's a really fun. It's a tenuous situation. <laughs> All right, he's Mike Svet. It's front page bets. Sorry, I lost you there for a minute, but I do want to ask you about the NFL. Uh, what do we have cooking at frontpagebets.com this weekend? Yeah, we got our picks dropping. You know, it's week six, so it's kind of like, you, you, is it the Denny Green week of we are who they thought they were? Right? You got mm-hmm. some. You got some big spreads here. You've got Miami 13 and a half over Carolina, which, I mean, I don't think, I think that one's a slam dunk for, for the Dolphins who, you know, are just a machine. And then you got Carolina struggling, rebuilding. Um, and then you look at Buffalo on the, on the Sunday night game. Buffalo's 14 point favorite right now over the Giants. That's not, that's not a stretch. You know, sometimes when you get these double digit spreads, you're like, hmm, not these two. And then you got Kansas City, obviously, tomorrow night over Denver as a 10 and a half point favorite. I like all those double digits for the, for the favorite. Um, you know, the, the really game that I'm looking at is the Dallas Chargers game on Monday night. You know, Dallas right now, it's given, they're giving two and a half points to the Chargers on the road. I really like Justin Herbert and, and the Chargers at home Monday night football, especially what we saw with Dak against not, not just last week. Okay. The Cowboys should have lost to the 49ers. 49ers are a better team. The way that the way they lost, you know, they could have put up a little bit more of a fight. But this is a suspect Cowboys team, especially if you go back to the Cardinals game a couple weeks ago. Is this a team that you know? Do they have anybody who can catch the ball? Can they run the football with just Tony Pollard? Are they? How much are they meet, missing Ezekiel Elliott uh, defensively? Can they stop people? So I really like the Chargers here coming off a week of rest. Depending on how Justin Herbert, you know, with his with his injury in his hand, um, I'm looking at that one as an upset. And the other one is the you know the London game. You know, the Ravens are favored by three and a half over the Titans. I think the Ravens win, but that three and a half the Titans have been playing teams close uh, on the road. We'll see what happens. We saw what happened last week with the Bills and the Jags. Jags had that week in London, um, and the Bills, you know, came off the plane a little sleepwalking there. So. That would be an interesting game, too. I jumped on the Bills at halftime. I'm not afraid to raise my hand and admit that. I thought, they're playing well. Surely they'll get it rolling. And then we had a, we had a great finish, but uh, didn't, didn't get the result, Mike. That happens sometimes in this business. Some, sometimes the, the, team, the better team loses. And I think, you know, again, if, if, we just got to look at this. What's the, I understand wanting to keep a team back-to-back weeks in London. You know, and, and, you know if you're going to play twice, it's but but nobody else gets to do that. I, I just don't understand what made the Jaguars so special. You probably know. You know you've got you've got a little bit more insight on this. But I really feel like that that played a factor in it. You know being a, being acclimated rather than the Bills getting there on Thursday. And you've done that trip before. You know it's it's not it's you know the jet lag and everything else. It's a, it's 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 hard to get acclimated, especially over two or three days. Here's my thing. Everybody flies the red eye over there. I, a coach needs to just punt on, on Saturday practices and just fly Saturday like you would to the West Coast and just never get on, like, never acclimate. Like, that's, wow, that, just get off the plane and play. Yeah, just get, get hotel rooms with, like, blackout shades. Like, we're going to sleep on American time, not, not London time. Like, get over yourselves. Like, you, you can come back and be a tourist another day. <laughs> okay. All right. Hot take from Mike on the mic. Here we go. <laughs> All right, he's Mike Svetitz. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll dig deeper into jet lag travel next week. Always love having you on. Visit frontpagebets.com, all the great plays for the weekend. Thank you, Mike. All right, thanks, Michael. Talk soon, bud. All right, sliding away. It's uh, Wednesday morning, 1114. You're listening to 910 The Fan at 105.1 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 